Row on the ropes. What a week. My name is Matt Sinovic. I'm the Executive Director of Progress Iowa. And I'm Ivy Beckham, Communications Director of Progress Iowa. Welcome to What a Week with hot takes about the week's news and shout outs for people doing good in the world. This week, we're going to talk about COVID hospitalizations uh, reaching a new peak in 2021 here in Iowa. Uh, millions of dollars coming from the federal government to, to provide uh, so much needed support in our state. Uh, a, a tragic and, and a tragic school shooting. But we are going to start with the news of the, certainly the news of the week, if not the news of the decade or the half century here. Um, uh, Roe versus Wade's future is in serious doubt after the Supreme Court heard historic arguments um, this week. And and analysts, you know, the people who get who are the experts that get paid to um, uh, take a look at what the uh, court is going to decide. Heard this, the, heard the arguments in Dobbs versus Jackson Women's Health Organization, and the consensus is that Roe versus Wade is in serious, serious jeopardy. Um, Ivy, what do you think about this? What I mean, what 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 was your take on the on the oral arguments this week and sort of the reaction to it? I mean, it's just so disheartening, and I think that first day on Wednesday, just hearing like some of the responses, like hearing Amy Coney Barrett. Uh, suggest, you know, adoption should cancel out abortion, things like that. It was just, you know, you could see the signs that things were going downhill. And so I think that we're going to see what happens in the future. But I'm very, um, you know, disheartened to think that it might go bad for Roe versus Wade, especially, I mean, if that is overturned, um, we just have a lot of problems in states like Iowa, because the state legislature is just going to jump on that really quick. So or just going to have to, you know, be hopeful. But I don't see that happening as, you know, we have Governor Reynolds and other uh, Iowa politicians who have already shown support for overturning Roe. So it's disappointing. I think what we're really going to see here is that people with a lack of resources and who are in rural areas, things like that, they're not going to be able to access care like people with resources. So that's yeah. disappointing. Yeah. Oh, it's exactly right. I mean, I agree. And like, it's, I've heard it compared to, um, the gun ish, uh, gun safety and the gun yeah. issue where like <clears throat> if it gets decided this way nationally, you're just going to see more and more extreme legislation um, passed at the state level. Um, and we've of course already seen our share of that, but a lot of it's been overturned, you know, uh, or, or struck down. And so you just worry that this is going to be a green light for, um, for extreme policies that take away, Healthcare, and that's what abortion is. It's healthcare. So mm-hmm. um, <clears throat> uh, it's it's just it's really unfortunate, and we'll see how the court decides next. Probably it won't come out till next summer. I feel like those controversial opinions or what they think is going to be yeah. controversial. This certainly would be. Those don't usually get released until late June um, after the term is done. Um, so we'll have to wait and see. But or I expect we'll have to wait and see. Um, but it does look like it's it's. Um, it's on its last legs, unfortunately. It's horrible, but I mean, more national news, more horrible things, kind of connecting it with Roe. I mean, these politicians say that they care about life per se, but then when it comes to uh, school shootings, there doesn't seem to be much action. So uh, obviously in Michigan this week, a 15-year-old killed four classmates. 
and injured others uh, with a gun that they brought to school. I mean, first off, it's just heartbreaking and unfortunate that it's just, it seems like just another school shooting that's happening and that action's not really being taken uh, at state levels, federal levels. So I don't know. It's, it's just horrible. What was your take on this one? Yeah, it's, it's, I mean, it's so tragic and so preventable. Um, Mm -hmm. I, I mean, I remember being a junior, I think, junior or senior in high school when Columbine happened Mm -hmm. and thinking, and we all thought this is like a once in a lifetime, like the late nineties, once in a lifetime thing. Like this is just the most bizarre occurrence. And and now, 20-plus years later, it's something that happens all the time. Except, mm-hmm. of course, when we're in the middle of a global pandemic and kids aren't in school. That's really the only reprieve we yeah. had from school shootings is when there weren't, for the most, uh, for the most part, when kids weren't in school. Um, yeah. So, like, it's, it's something that doesn't have to happen. It's a policy that our elected officials have chosen. I mean, at this point, like, if you've seen enough of this and chosen not to do anything, well, you've chosen to allow, to permit this to happen. So uh, gun violence in our schools is there because our policymakers are choosing to, to let it continue. Um, and and that is that is a sad, sad place to be. It's sad as a parent of a four and one-year-old who are going to end up doing lockdown drills for, mm-hmm. you know the next however many years of their life and hopefully remain safe um, otherwise. Um, But it's, it's just doesn't have to be this way. And I don't know what's going to shake us loose from it. I know. I'm not sure what at this point could, there's been so many that I don't know. I just don't understand it. I mean, obviously the NRA has a big hold on a lot of politicians. And so Mm -hmm. maybe legislation uh, lessening that hold could do something but you know there's a long path to that so uh, yeah but on iowa news so uh covid hospitalizations in iowa have just now reached their peak for 2021 uh that's just an interesting stat being that at the beginning of the year up until like april at least a lot of people weren't even eligible to get vaccinated so it's just really telling how um you know more people do need to get vaccinated and also just that, you know, we need to really rethink our protocols and, yeah. pe- you know, people like the governor who are attacking vaccine mandates maybe should focus on something else. Yeah. I don't know. Like, she's really changed her tune from, like, I mean, even if she was opposed to a mandate, like, mm-hmm. she got vaccinated on TV or, you know, um, when, yeah. when that came out earlier this year. And, like, and... You know, and I disagree with her on just about everything, but that was good of her to do. You know what I mean? Right. Um, uh, but instead of advocating for the booster shot or for, um, you know, like, or any of this stuff at this point, she's saying, or any protections, she's just saying it's your personal choice. And of mm-hmm. course it is, you know, unless they're required to by an employer or whatever, like, even that is still your personal choice. You just choose to not be employed at a given place but but like showing some political courage and telling the truth about the fact that these vaccines are effective would be like really great for the governor to do and she's 
just stepping way back again and not doing the right thing, which is not a shocker. But um, but it's leading to things like this. It's leading to more people sick, more people dying, um, and and completely needlessly. Um, we we don't have to be in this situation, and and a lot of it is at the uh, on the hands of or you know uh, the responsibility of of uh, people like Governor Reynolds. Exactly. I mean, there were a lot of press conferences early early on, but now a lot of that has died down. The information sharing has died down. Yeah. So we need to kind of at least get back to that. On that point, I agree that we needed a lot of those press conferences and such, but we need to really mm-hmm. be sharing the truth. So yeah, there's that. But onto some positive news. Yeah, let's end on a, on a on a high note. <laughs> yeah, the EPA shared this week that Iowa will get more than 110 million from the bipartisan infrastructure bill uh, to confront contaminants in Iowa's water, like forever chemicals, things like that. So this is really great news. Uh, thankful for the infrastructure bill for sure. Yeah, it's such good news for for every. I mean. Everyone who turns on a faucet and wants to take a drink of water. That's yeah. great news. Um, and and um, and for the fact that, I mean, we spend so much money um, cleaning up our water already. And there's just so many issues with that mm-hmm. in this state. Um, I just feel like it's just a much, much needed uh, a piece that we're getting. So very, very thankful for that. Oh, completely. Yeah, we've seen what's happened in other parts of the country. When, you know, water infrastructure goes forgotten and not invested mm-hmm. in. So, you know, definitely don't want that to happen more here. Uh, but lastly, some good news as well. So a new report was released from Third Way this week revealing how much Iowa families could save. Uh, some could save up to nearly 15 grand through the Build, uh, Build Back Better Act. Uh, so this is really going to help Iowa families for sure if it gets passed in the Senate. Yeah, and it's needed. I mean, it's so needed. That cost savings is going to be huge. I mean, um, you hear a lot of talk about inflation and what that really is, is corporations just hiking their prices in the middle of a pandemic, um, which is where we still are. And, and, um, And so we need this families need this help to uh to um that are struggling to get by so we we are grateful to cindy axney for for voting for it really don't understand feenstra hints and miller meeks for opposing it i feel like we could say that almost every week on something yeah um and look there's still time i mean uh senator grassley and ernst have voiced some opposition but grassley voted for the bipartisan infrastructure bill so mm-hmm. i mean yeah, we need we need our senators to back this thing um, because Iowans are uh, will 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 breathe a huge sigh of relief if it if if and when it passes. Next up, we have our hot takes of the week, where we give our opinions on the hot topics of the week. So I'm not sure. Are you a Spotify user? Did you see that Spotify rap came out? I, I every year I see this, and I'm almost like I go between. I'm not a Spotify user. Um, so I'm, I'm eager to hear yours. I assume this is in here because you are, I'm eager to hear your top, whatever categories, Mm, artists, songs, but, um, or whatever you're comfortable sharing, but like, I'm not. And every year that I see these come out, I'm like, Oh, that'd be cool to know. And then would I share it? And like, and then I'm like, eh, eh, I don't need, I don't need to do that. I use, we have Apple, I have Apple music that I have pay for. So it doesn't quite do the same thing. I will say. My number one played song of all time 
um, in Apple Music is Frosty the Snowman because of uh, Petey, our four-year-old. So that's, I love that. it's probably going to take a lot for Frosty to lose its top uh, uh, perch. So yeah, um, yeah that's, that's funny. That's what I listen to is kid stuff most of the time. Yeah. yeah. I saw someone else's Spotify wrapped and like the top songs were like old McDonald and stuff. And like, obviously they were parents. So. <laughs> right. Exactly. Yeah. So what were your, uh, are you, uh, what are you, what are you going to share? What, yeah. What's... So, I mean, it was just really interesting. Obviously Taylor Swift, Justin Bieber, you know, the main ones, Doja Cat, things like that. So, oh, okay. Olivia Rodrigo was actually okay. my top. She had three of my five top songs. So that was pretty big year for Olivia. So yeah, that was good. Um, nice. Sometimes I'm just shocked about what ends up on there. Like, I didn't even think I listened to Justin Bieber that much, but he was my number he was one there. artist. So, okay. so well, there you yeah, go. You just them. didn't even know. <sighs> so thank you, Spotify. Right. Not sponsored. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> anyway. I did see something that someone shared that said that they found a way to make <laughs> the, like, we're watching what you do less creepy by, like, having this, uh, like... <laughs> That's thing, a good point. This thing that people share, because that's what they're doing. I mean, they're tracking mm-hmm. everyone's interest. And I'm sure app, everyone, every tech company does that to a certain extent. But it's mm-hmm. like they're getting everyone to to celebrate the fact that Spotify like <laughs> monitors their, you know, their listening habits, which, you know, that's um, I think that's par for the course for every like yeah. tech company, like I said. But good idea um, on them. But yeah, it's it's a, it's a, it's a clever uh, way to position it. So, yeah. yeah. Um. One more note on that. I saw uh, Drake do it. It's like the uh, media at Drake that like kind of makes fun of regular media. And so they did like a Spotify rap for like their administrators and teachers like joking or whatever. It was just real good. So I liked all the memes for that this year too. That was good. Nice. But uh, next up on Hot Takes. So last week was obviously Thanksgiving. So I just wanted to bring this up because Matt had shared his favorite Thanksgiving food last week and i just wanted him to share it with the public just at pickled beets i love pickled yeah. beets um but i love all thanksgiving food i'll say but like pickled beets mm. are, I, I love my grandma had a great recipe for them and um and so i don't, we don't usually make that every year i uh, didn't mm. this year but get a jar of pickled beets and, and i'm like the only one that eats them so yeah but Thank i'm a fan of pie i'm a fan of yeah. sweet potatoes i'm a fan of green bean casserole and all the things but yeah, yeah. did you what about all the you stuff you I've, just named i don't like somehow yeah what, so. what, how was your thanksgiving good lots of mac and cheese so oh yeah mac and cheese that's, that's right the, that's right yeah, yeah yeah. i named that like probably once a week just in conversation so yeah, yeah mac right. and cheese always yep. but that's a good one all righty next up we're going to move on to our shout outs where we lift up where we lift up great work happening all over the state and the nation. So please send us your recommendations to at Progress Iowa or at Public FM. This uh, week we really just want to give a shout out to all of the reproductive rights advocates, obviously Planned Parenthood advocates of Iowa and Planned Parenthood nationally as well. Uh, and just all of the reproductive rights advocates out there. So we really appreciate all the work they're doing. I know it's definitely an uphill battle. So yeah, and it's a battle that has been going on for decades and unfortunately yeah. is going to keep happening. So thank you. What a Week is produced by Progress Iowa as part of the Potluck Media Network and would not be possible without grassroots supporters like you. We are mixed and edited by Greg Hallenstein. For more information, visit potluck.fm 
Find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Please be sure to leave us a five-star review and subscribe. See you next week on What A Week.